Today in automotive history, July the 22nd, in 1862, the Reed Steam Wagon, built by John A. Reed, no surprise, <laughs> of New York, began a planned journey from Nebraska City to Denver in the U.S., but the vehicle was disabled and abandoned after completing just seven miles of the journey. So the Reed Steam Wagon did not go very far, but it did go seven miles back in 1862. In 1894, a Peugeot won the Paris-Rouen race and the first prize of 50 francs. It was sponsored by Le Petit Journal, who declared that the competition is open to all types of vehicles, providing they are not dangerous, are easily controllable by the driver, and do not cost too much to run. Entries included those that declared themselves to be powered by gravity, weight of the passengers, hydraulic propulsion, compressed air, levers, a combination of liquids, a series of pendulums, pedals, electricity, and compressed gas. Boy, that would have been really cool to see. That's kind of like the steampunk stuff. Okay, in 1904, the first gasoline-driven Studebaker car was produced in South Bend, Indiana, and driven into the street. The automobile was sold on the spot to H.D. Johnson, who just happened to be passing by. Johnson was the son-in-law of John M. Studebaker, and the whole transaction was a carefully managed staged event. So he wasn't just casually passing by. Come on. Over the next 50 years, the company established a reputation for quality and reliability. And if you ever go to South Bend, you should go to the Pick a Canoe. I think that's right. They have a really good restaurant that is in the old Studebaker mansion. Actually, that's probably not right. Anyways, look it up. It's good. In 1908, Albert Fisher and his nephews, Frederick and Charles Fisher, established the Fisher Body Company to manufacture carriage and automobile bodies. Albert Fisher personally supplied... $30,000 of the company's total of $50,000 in an initial capital. Charles and Frederick had been trained in their father's carriage building shop and supplied the technical know-how required at the company's inception. In 1909, upon receiving an order from Cadillac for 8,000 automobile ignition units, the Dayton Engineering Laboratories Company was incorporated by Charles F. Kettering and Edward A. Deeds. That was a big deal. Electronic ignition. In 1911, General Motors Truck Company, later known as GMC, was founded to handle sales of GM's Rapid and Reliance products. The mark GMC Truck first appeared in 1912 on vehicles exhibited at the New York International Auto Show. Some 22,000 trucks were produced that year, though GMC's contribution to that total was a mere 372 units. In 1940, Abe Jenkins, driving the Duesenberg Mormon Meteor at the Bonneville Salt Flats, set new speed records for 500 and 1,000 miles. Now that car is here in Cincinnati and looking for it at Pebble Beach this year as I believe it won Best of Show in 2011 and it's coming back this year. You can't miss it because it's a huge two-seat yellow Duesenberg. In 1947, Gary Davis, president of the Davis Motor Car Company, introduced prototype Davis D2 three-wheeled automobile. It was largely based upon the Californian, a custom three-wheeled roadster built by future Indianapolis 500 racing car designer Frank Curtis for Southern California millionaire and racer Joel Thorne. After building two prototypes in 1947, Davis embarked on an aggressive publicity and promotional campaign for the car, which included numerous magazine appearances, a lavish public unveiling at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, and a promotional trip across the United States. Now, I know of two of those cars. I know there's only, I don't know, maybe five built. One is owned by Wayne Carini. You've probably seen it on his TV show. And the other one was just at Amelia Island, so pretty cool. In 1948, the Willie Overland Company introduced the Jeepster, 
a sport variant of the standard Jeep designed by Brooke Stevens. In 1957, the first Ford Edsel advertising appeared in Life magazine. The two-page advertisement featured wrapped cars and blurred photos to tease the public. In 1962, Bill Krause won a sports car race driving a Maserati birdcage. Jack McAfee, in his last race, finished second in a Porsche RSK. Both really cool cars. In 1982, after 20 years of production in which more than 4.3 million cars had been produced, the very last British-built Cortina, a silver crusader, was completed at Ford's Dagenheim plant. There were still a few leaving the forecourt as late as 1987, with one final unregistered Cortina GL leaving a dealership in 2005. In 1983, the Ford Orion was introduced in Europe. There were 3.5 million Orions, which was in essence a saloon version of the Ford Escort, were sold through the car's 10-year life. In 2008, the Lotus Evora was unveiled. Based on an enlarged version of the aluminum architecture that underpinned the Elise, it aims to create a more usable practical car to appeal to a wider audience. It was available as either a two-seater or as a two-plus-two with a pair of rear seats that are only that are really only suitable for very small children or for stowing luggage on top of. Now that is it for today in Automotive History. Thanks to 365daysofmotoring.com for these wonderful facts. And thanks for tuning in, and I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast. 